I give you some advice? Just one piece of advice. Good advice. Good advice. Welcome to Nice Advice with Chuck Nice. Good advice. Good advice. That's good advice. Hey, this is Chuck Nice. I'm the host of Nice Advice. If you got a problem, we got the answer, whether it works or not. The worst person to give advice. There's a lot of people out there who try to give you advice. Here's what we do. We read advice columns, we figure out why they're wrong, and then we give you the real answer. You give such good advice. Hey, I am a professional comedian. Which means you may or may not want to take my advice. I suppose it's good advice. <laughs> this is Nice Advice. That's right, it is Nice Advice. And I am your host indeed, the one and only Chuck Nice. The one and only anymore got to be phony. I used to have a uh, uncle who used to call him like, Lucky Chuck, my young buck, the one and only anymore got to be phony. Uh, yes, I went out with, uh, my, I mean, my uncle was like a 50s DJ. And <laughs> He's a cousin Bruce. He was, yeah, he was like cousin Bruce. He used to talk to me like that all the time. Yeah, he was a cool uncle Daryl. Every black person has an uncle Daryl. <laughs> I met one of our DJs when I was in LA. Like, hey, you're gonna meet. I forgot his name. He's famous out there, but I didn't live out there a lot. Right. He's like, he's like, hey, buddy, how you doing? I shook my. I was like, oh, hey, what's going on? Yeah, radio DJs like that have a weird kind never of off. never off. Yeah. They do not have like a like comedians are just the opposite. Like you see them on stage, you're like, God, that guy is a force. That guy is like, you know, he's just like crazy. What a maelstrom! And then you meet him, they're like, hey. How you doing? Huh? Or, or get away from me. Right. M- mostly that. <laughs> like, ah, or, or, hey, you asshole. Like, you fucking asshole. Like, you know, comedians are curmudgeons. They're like old curmudgeons. That's what they are. <laughs> anyway, you know how this show works. Uh, what we do here is we read advice columns and their responses. And then we tell you why those responses are wrong. And we give you the real answer because we know better that's my new catchphrase nice advice we know better i like it yeah i've or, learned so much my life has changed so much since i started working with you yes i look at things everything everything differently now. oh for the worse <laughs> my life is so much worse now because of you so now what we were supposed to be doing right now is i have uh Haley quinn of uh haleyquinn.com she believe it or not is an advice columnist in the uk which I thought was so meta, and uh, what a weird thing to have an advice columnist come on my advice column bashing show. So this is a show where we bash, ostensibly a bash, uh, advice columnist. I figured, what the hell, why not have one on? Mix it up. Yeah, yeah. mix it up a little bit. See what You're she not afraid. To... No, not at all. Not a... no. Okay, let's be honest. I'm scared. <laughs> I am terrified all the time. Let's be let, let's be honest. But the fact is that uh, you know Haley uh, is late. She is. Yes. And so we're starting the show without her. Hopefully, Haley, uh, along with Lainey Spicer, who is the publicist extraordinaire, who is normally on time. So I know it's not Lainey's fault because Lainey is always on time. Uh, but her clients are always late. So our advice to them is don't be late. Don't be late. You know, because we first start piece of advice today. Let me tell you something. This show is just like me and sex. If you're not there, I will start without you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a quote. There you go. This I will start without you. Girl, get in here and catch up, because I'm almost done. <laughs> you know, the whole thing's only going to last about four or five minutes anyway. So anyway, uh, Haley will be uh, will, will uh, be joined by a young lady who started something called www.skirtclub.co.uk. Now, that's, of course, not .com, because that's an American suffix. So it's .co.uk. And Skirt Club is an underground community for girls 
who play with girls. Oh, it sounds great. It does sound rather intriguing, doesn't it? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so when they get here or if they get here, that is fine. In the meantime, let's do a little housekeeping. Um, we, you can find us on play.it. Uh, my name on Twitter is at Chuck Nice Comic, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, uh, and uh, Facebook. You can find me, Chuck Nice. Um, also, make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes and rate us highly i need you to rate us highly on itunes because that really helps us with the promotion of the show so if you like the show give us a good rating if you don't like the show don't rate us at all chuck i ask you a question go ahead what are you doing on snapchat what do you do what, what, what do you do okay snapchat? i don't do anything on snapchat uh here's the thing watching I watching your kids I, let me tell you something I, there's so many damn social media things out there and i it makes me feel old because there's a new one every you know are you on beaver like what <laughs> yeah beaver it's a new app and i'm like what's it do well it allows you to talk to beavers you know I, there's so many damn social media apps out there i have no idea what any of them mean or do but i'm on all of them just because i they tell me that I have to be in order because if you're not self-promoting these days, then you just can't get any traction. You die. You die. You have got to be your own um, promotional arm. And so, you know, I, I did. So I, I was working with this kid, Jared. And, not the uh, subway guy, right? No, not the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's just make it clear in case people get the wrong idea. Daddy, why does he keep offering me sandwiches <laughs> in his pants? <laughs> That's disgusting. I got another sandwich for you in my pants, kid. Uh, uh, no. So uh, this kid, Jared, who's a comedian, uh, he's like, dude, you got to be on Snapchat. It's really cool. What you do is you can put up your story. Okay, and your story is any content that you place on there, but it's only there for 24 hours. So people have 24 hours to kind of check in with you if they want to catch your story. I was like, yeah, that's kind of cool. It's kind of like your own personal, like, like very, very narrow personal newspaper. Like, here's what's going on with me, and here's today's edition. And so I got on Snapchat, <laughs> and I haven't posted one thing. It's like, hey, it's Chuck. My herpes flared up today. Take care. They, you, let me tell you something. You're not far from the truth. You know what I mean? Uh <laughs> Except it's genital warts. Uh, excuse me. No, no worries. Don't worries. I just like to be accurate. You know, I like to be accurate. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, make sure that you subscribe to us on iTunes and make sure that you rate us. And I hope you're enjoying the show. We've been getting a lot of positive feedback, and we certainly appreciate it. So, until the ladies come in, uh, we're just going to fly solo here. This is a first. I've never done the show by myself with just producer Seth. And so, we're going to try it out. I feel a lot of pressure now. I know. It's like, you know. So anyway, let's jump into it. Uh, as I said, what we do is uh, we read advice columns and uh, we tell you why they're wrong and then we give you the real answer. And we have nobody here but us to do it. So let's get into it. Dear Chuck, my wife is prickly and angry most of the time. Well, first of all, calling her prickly lets me know that you got a problem on your first hand, okay? Uh, she takes her anger out on our seven-year-old daughter and me. We have not had a decent conversation in months. All the words between us are either about running the household or words of disagreement. My wife is under a lot of stress at work, but I am so tired of her angry tirades. I just want to leave. And this is what the person writes back. How sad God, how condescending. Ugh. How sad. Well, Dad, your first responsibility is to protect your daughter, and leaving isn't an option. Wow. No child should be the brunt or of or witness to a parent's ongoing 
anger. Occasionally, a blow-up teaches children that we're all human and we make mistakes, of course. Then you show them how to use the regret and sorrow and humiliation to begin to repair the damage caused by angry words. Your work here is to take charge and get your entire family into family counseling. Okay. Hey, so here's what I'm going to say. The person who answered this is a bit of a douchebag. That's number one. 100%. 100%. You little bit of a douchebag. Okay. First of all, here's what they say. Uh, um, uh, leaving isn't an option. I don't know where you've been, but the divorce rate is 50%. <laughs> leaving is a huge option, and it's leverage that you can sometimes use in a relationship to let somebody know that you're not happy. Bitch, I'm out of here. <laughs> okay. So here's what I want you to do, dude. I want you to practice this in the mirror. Listen, baby, I've been thinking about some things for some time, and, you know, I have to say this, and I don't know how to say it to you, so I just got to come out and say it. Bitch, I'm out of here! <laughs> Playing the role of Dr. Sauce is Seth Nyman. I think they should get counseling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, um, first of all, listen, first of all, here's the first thing you do. And I'm going to say this to any man who is married. I'm going to give you some, some marriage advice because I've been married for a long time. The first thing you got to do is be able to recognize uh, that her anger is not the expression. So know this, fellas, uh, and any woman will probably back me up, and I hate to make women a monolith, because this is not always the case. Sometimes a cigar is just a cigar. Sometimes a woman is mad, okay? She walks in, catches you on a downstroke. She's mad. She's mad, okay? Okay, she's mad at you and the woman that's underneath you, okay? So Ouch. it is what it is when it's a... But a lot of times, the woman is expressing anger about something, and she's angry about something else. So... What happens is this, you know. Like road rage. Like road rage, right. Nobody's really mad that you cut them off. They're mad because they're alive. Right, they're mad, right. <laughs> they're mad because your parents gave birth to you. No, they're mad at what their life. They're pissed. They're just an angry person, and that was the fuse that caused the explosion. So what you need to do is recognize that your wife is angry, period. And now you need to... Find out why. But what you can't do, and this is something that I've learned, going to her and saying, listen, I notice you've been angry a lot. And I really don't think it's about the fact that I left the milk out because that was no reason to shoot my dog. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So now what you're supposed to do is boil my bunny. Right. What you do is you do what I call a uh, self inventory. Okay. Take some time and write down. This helps. Write it down. What are the things that I know my wife likes? What are the things I know my wife hates? And you list those two things. And then what have I been doing lately? And that's the third column. And then you find out and cross-reference those, and you're going to get close to why she is angry. Because women tell you what makes what they like and what they want and what they expect. And a lot of times, it's you're not living up to that. Now, that's one thing. The second thing is, your woman can be mad at you because she is doing something bad oh. and 
the resentment that she holds towards herself. She's blaming it on you. Is blaming it on you. So, for instance, she met somebody. She's having clandestine relations with this person. She sees them. They have lunch together. They're they're having this romantic thing. But at the same time, it was cool in the beginning. But now she's looking at you with resentment because she's how come having. You don't take me out. Right? How, how come, come you, you don't, don't do that? How come I don't feel this way with you? How come you don't make me orgasm like that? How? What am I doing with you? You useless limp dick piece of shit. I can't believe that I picked you to be my life partner when I got this young nubile taught man over here who does me the way I want to be done and shows me love and shows me affection and shows me. So that can be another thing. Now that she's not going to tell you is the case. No. But you got to be smart enough to figure it you out. Hire a PI is what you're saying. Well, yes, that's my point. <laughs> Either way, hire a private investigator. Or use a vibrator on your wife. <laughs> right? Right. And a lot of times that could be. That can be help. some sexual frustration as well. But the deal is this. My my point to you, my friend, is that your prickly wife. <laughs> Hopefully she's not getting pricked by right, someone else. Right, exactly. That's, that's the first thing. Let's make sure she's not getting pricked by somebody else. Um, not that sex is the answer to all problems, but that could be it. Uh, but the real deal is she is not mad at you. She is not mad at your seven-year-old daughter. These anger issues are something deeper. You, my friend, got to find out what they are. Uh, and yes, leaving is an option. Yo. That's bad advice. That's bad advice. Leaving is not an option. Leaving is an option, so practice these words. I'm out of here, bitch! <laughs> Chuck, I got to tell you, because I'm a nine-to-fiver. Not, not, right. I mean, you're a comedian, you know, so you got different kind of hours. Yeah, my hours So, and I got three kids in the house. I lose sleep. I get angry. You know, if I work late hours, I, mm-hmm. I, I become, like, not myself. Like, I need a Snickers or something. Right. You know I mean? And... And I catch myself. Sometimes I'm not nice to the eight-year-olds. Right. And I catch myself like, oh, this is just me being not myself. Yeah, listen, a lack of sleep is the number one. And, and you know what? Thank you for bringing that up, uh, Seth, because uh, here I am, see, in my with my blinders on, my married blinders on. I forgot to, tell, I forgot to uh, talk about this. Sometimes the anger is she's tired. She it's sounds not, like she's working her ass right, off. Right, she's working her ass off and she's tired. She may need to recharge. And that might mean that y'all got to get out of the house for a weekend. Vacation. Vacation. Like maybe the two of you, maybe by herself. Maybe it's one of those things where, like, I'll tell you what, this is February uh, when we're taping this show. Uh, I don't do Valentine's Day. It's too doggone, uh, too much pressure. Unless we have advertisers. Unless we have advertisers, in which case it's my favorite holiday. (laughs) Fuck Christmas. I love Valentine's Day. Uh, So uh, the deal is this. Every once in a while, you like to come home with the, hey, baby, you're the most special person in the world to me. And you do that, and you might draw a bath, and you might have the flowers, and you have the massage, and you do, and it's just like, yo, you're my queen. And so, dude, you may be just taking this woman for granted as well. So those are your three options there, okay? We don't get caught up, man. We life. get caught up uh, in life, and you got to take some time, step back, and like, you know, and it is important just the way men want to be, hey, you're the you're my king. Women need that too. Hey, baby, you are the best thing that ever happened to me in my life. Look, I got my in my bag right now, right now, I have a card with a typewriter on it, a 3D typewriter on it, and it's corny as hell, but I'm writing my own little note in it, and it says, baby, you're my type. That's what it says. Oh, that's cute. All right, Chuck. and I- I'm and, gonna steal that. And, that some, card? <laughs> and somebody is getting that card. Uh, maybe not tonight, but. 
Okay, my man. So listen, those are your options, and I hope that we were able to help you. Actually, I don't care. No, I'm joking. So mean, Chuck. I am so mean. You probably didn't sleep well last night. I probably did not. I don't sleep well at all. I have a two-year-old. Oh, so me too. I and never. a four-month-old. Okay. So let's, wow, man. Uh, like I said, we're waiting for our guests, but in the meantime, we're doing a solo show. I'm kind of liking it. I'll, I'll just edit out the parts you talk about them. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if they don't show up, if I get stood up, it'll be like, it's okay. We still had the best show ever. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, here we go. Um, Dear Chuck, my husband wants to go on on a dangerous expedition. I'm so afraid he will never come home. (laughs) Yeah, well, like, okay. Uh, he He has always been an outdoor lover and has taken many trips, but this trip will tax him maximally. He is going to go climb a mountain, and I'm afraid that he may not come back. I know many people have died going where he is going. He says he wants to go now before we have children. What can I do to stop him? And the person says, I am not sure that you can. You knew he had this tendency when you married him. People do not give up things that they do just because they get married. No wedding has ever turned a roamer into a faithful husband or a daredevil into a cream puff. Okay. Uh, I agree. I agree to an extent, but no. And first of all, why is it got to be like between Daredevil and Green Cream? That's Puff? What I was thinking, like, it's, it's yeah. that, that what kind of gradient? Extreme. What kind of gradient is that? From Daredevil to Cream Puff, there is something in between. Okay, I guess we can start our own advice column. That's what we're doing, right? Yes, we are, man. Because yeah. guess what? These people this, are idiots. This this advice sucks. That's horrible. Right? Now, now, where the person is correct is this: uh, you know what you married. Why don't you go with them? Well, that because she's definitely going to die. <laughs> right. right, strap on a pair. Yeah, yeah, I would not. I wouldn't suggest that because she is then, definitely going to die. Then shut up. Well, yeah. listen. Here, here's the thing. Um, one, this person's wrong. I used to drive motorcycles. Okay, one of the ways that I was able to uh, impress my wife and get her how should I put it in the mood, excited, you know, uh, was to put uh, 900 cc's of uh, pure excitement between her legs. And I'm not talking about my penis. Uh, <laughs> How many cc's is that, Chuck? Yeah, you know, let's hope it, let's hope we're not measuring that in cc's. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Yeah, exactly. I'll be killing women. Ah, <laughs> oh, look at that. Another one dead with an exploded vagina. Chuck must have been here. <laughs> but yeah, and so, uh, you know, I would get her on the uh, back of the bike and we'd uh, get on I-95 in the middle of the night around four o'clock in the morning and i would get the bike up to 160 165 miles an hour for real yeah buddy and when we would get off that highway let me tell you something i I don't care i I would be like yo i'm gonna do you in a bike right here and she'd be like i'm just so happy to be alive oh oh, Oh, this is the best sex ever i'm just so happy to be alive oh oh your penis would feel so much bigger i don't know why <laughs> You're a sick individual. Uh, so yeah, so now here's the thing. And so this is where this woman is wrong who who wrote uh when we had children, the first child, I gave up the bike. And I gave up the bike knowing that, hey man, kid needs a dad. Right. This kid needs a dad. And I like driving this bike at 150 miles an hour. I really love that. You know what I like more? 
is forget dying because you can always take out insurance and like, hey, you know, here's some videos. This is what this was your father. <laughs> Look, he was funny. Yeah, your father was great. He was a great guy. Look, he was on today's show. What I don't want to be is uh, unnecessarily so in a wheelchair <sighs> and paralyzed from the neck down for the rest of my life, and you know, dealing having my children deal with me on that. You know, that's rough, man. That's rough. And so I got rid of the bike. Now I may get a bike again. But it will be like a triumph. It, it won't cruiser, right? It'll be a cruiser. It won't be a crotch rocket, and it and it it, it probably won't break a hundred. I doubt very seriously if it'll get up over the speed limit because I'm at that age now where I'm cool with the enjoyment of being on two wheels and the wind in my face slapping me around the face like I'm in a nature porno <laughs> and I'm just getting my face slapped by nature. So I'm getting my face slapped by nature like I'm in a nature porno and I'm loving it, but I don't have to do 150 miles an hour anymore. So the uh, the 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 thrill of uh, the adventure. And your kids are a little older too. You yeah, my kids are older now, and yeah. so you know, um, uh, you know, so it's cool. Uh, but it's still in me. But yeah, I have changed. All right. So for this woman, what she needs to know is this: Look, let your husband do this. Let but him be who he let is. Let him be who he is. But you also have to let him know you're driving me insane. Every time you go out to do what you do. You drive me insane. I sit, I worry, I cry, I'm really upset, okay? I know this is who you are and you wanna do it. So here's what I'd like you to do. One, think uh, about perhaps an alternative that gives you some satisfaction. Two, figure out your holy grail and get to it. You understand? It sounds like his holy grail. That right, way. I think this uh, might be his holy yeah. grail. So figure out your holy grail. And she should and, have a backup plan. You know, right. another, find another guy while he's up at the mountain. Go the, look for other guys. There you go. A yeah. guy, or a guy, a guy who has a pocket protector <laughs> and codes for a living and has an inhaler, and he's just like. <sighs> I can't believe that I found a good-looking woman like you. This is unbelievable. Like Perfect. that's the kind of guy that you need. But the truth is, tell him get to your holy grail. What's the thing that really that like you know that after that it's kind of all downhill and that you don't have to continue doing this in such a way. But if it's in the yeah, like you just said, like he'll always until he gets made to a certain age when he's older. Right. He'll, he's always going to want to do that. Stuff. Oh yeah. And listen, here's the, and here's my final advice. Take out a lot of insurance. Oh, yeah. Because when he dies, and he's going to, (laughs) (laughs) you might as well get a benefit. Might as well. So there you have it, okay? (laughs) I hope to gracious that that works for you. All right, let's move on, Seth. Hey, Seth, I think we're doing a good job by ourselves. Fantastic. I'm, I'm enjoying this. Good. All right, here we go. You're not just saying that, are you? No, I'm not. I'm, I'm liking this. Oh, cool. We might do more solo shows. We'll yeah, see how yeah, the people yeah. like them, and then if uh, if they like them, we, All right, we... people give us five stars, okay? If we rate this show, <laughs> yeah, that's right. say Seth was great. <laughs> <laughs> He's the best. All right, here we go. Uh, Dear Chuck. And by the way, you know that these aren't really to me. If you're a first-time listener to this show, these are written to real advice columnists who give them real answers. But I changed the names of the innocent so that uh, I will not get sued, to be honest. Uh, Dear Chuck, my stepson is 11. I have been in his life for seven years. He has begun to steal money from us, but not a lot. I am still concerned. We have spoken to him about it. He is a loner. He enjoys television and computer games, no friends at home, but mixes well at school. He has been good, a good child until recently. 
He has a six-year-old sister who he says he hates. He fights her constantly. He is enormously jealous and of her natural abilities and cheerfulness and the attention that she gets because she's an extroverted personality. I fear his stealing is a cry for attention. What should we do? The person writes back, I think you're right. His stealing is a symptom of his emptiness and his neediness. He is crying for attention and help. You should also be evaluated. He should also be evaluated for depression. Uh, the boy is at the edge of puberty in your shoes. I would advise putting him into family counseling. Oh, well, now we're going to have a cliffhanger on that because our guests have finally arrived with four minutes left in the show that we had to start. Hello, ladies. Hello there. Hi. Tell us, who are we talking to? My name's Haley Quinn. This is Haley Quinn. And Genevieve Lejeune. And Genevieve. And you guys are fantastic. Thanks for joining us. Oh, Sorry. So don't, it's okay. Don't, listen, when you're, when you're beautiful, talented, intelligent women like yourselves, you can say we don't have to be on time. You know what? I think beautiful, intelligent women should probably be on time, just like everyone else. They should have morals and punctuality too. That's where you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Because the real world, the real world, real world works like uh, when you look like you look, and you're smart and intelligent and articulate. You can do pretty much whatever the hell you want. So it's cool. It's cool. Well, thank you for coming. Uh, let me just say that uh, uh, Haley and Genevieve, um, uh, Haley is actually an advice columnist as That's well. That's right. Yeah. Uh, in 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 the UK, and I thought it was fantastic to have her on because uh, what we do here is bash advice columns. <laughs> so how me too. Most of the time. You know, oh. I think most dating advice, most love advice is rubbish and deserves to be bashed. Fantastic. So we're in agreement there. So you can find Haley at HaleyQuinn.com. And that's H-A-Y-L-E-Y. Yeah. Just so that if you're looking, it's HaleyQuinn.com. And uh, check out her YouTube channel. And Genevieve, uh, is, is Skirt Club you? Yeah, I okay. am. I am the you are Skirt Club yeah. in one body. So uh, Genevieve uh, actually has a, a forum, www.skirtclub.co.uk. And that's because it is a... Uh, um, British a British company, and so therefore you don't have a .com, you have a .co.uk. And uh, Skirt Club is an underground community for girls who play with girls. Girls who play <laughs> with other girls are just girls that we want to watch play <laughs> with the girls that they're playing. <laughs> yeah! Unfortunately for you, you can't watch. Um, strictly ladies only, I'm Oh, afraid. really? Strictly oh. ladies only? That's it's okay, because I'm not into that anyway, to be honest. I'm, really? Yeah, you know, most guys are totally <laughs> into watching other girls get it on I'm like excuse me this shit is about me okay <laughs> okay I'm not watching y'all do whatever y'all got to do unless you're doing it to me I'm not really all that interested to Great, be honest we have a very similar perspective on that okay. for us it's about us right so we prefer to do it in private because we don't want to be watched we want to experience it firsthand for ourselves the way that we feel and not pressured into it which is what sometimes happens when men get involved oh okay mm -hmm. so yeah well that's because men are jackasses and quite frankly <laughs> they like have sex yeah and they yeah. like to have sex a lot whereas women like to have an experience a lot of times women are looking for an experience and the experience sex is part of the experience whereas a lot of men just stop with the sex it's not really about the experience not really about savoring a meal it's about scarfing it down I'm hungry I'm hungry damn it you know and and women are like this is a five-star dining establishment stop eating with your hands smell the air right exactly did you not notice there's a harp 
playing in the corner. Okay, <laughs> this is real deal. So um, now, Haley, are you involved with Skirt Club at all? I am. I'm like a brand ambassador. I would say I am massively in favor of women being more empowered, more independent in their relationship choices as well. So that's why I think that what Skirt Club doing is fantastic in giving women that space and that opportunity. Oh, very cool, very cool. Well, I'm glad that both of you are here, and uh, we, I, you know what? So. Uh, we started the show without you, and I was in the middle of answering a Ooh, question. question. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to save that. And for those of you who are listening, uh, you're going to have to come back to another solo episode of Nice Advice with just Chuck Nice to get the answer to, to, to what happened to this guy's seven-year-old son <laughs> who is such an asshole <laughs> that he doesn't know what to do with him. <laughs> yeah. So now let's get to some other advice, okay? Some, um, some letters that I plucked out of the uh, internet and off of some newspaper columns um that is kind of cool for you guys all right and um since you're a dating expert haley i got some dating stuff as well and um and i think this one oh okay cool and since we were just talking about how men are with sex i think i'll start with this one all right so um you know you guys know here's what we do we read the uh the the uh problem and then we read the advice and then we tell them why they're wrong Okay, okay, great. okay. Oh, Katie, you're going to shine at this one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here it is. Uh, dear ladies, my girlfriend says she doesn't like porn. I love watching porn with uh, I love watching porn. I watched it with my ex while we made love. It added spice and gave us plenty of suggestions. My current girlfriend says she thinks it's gross. Can how can I get her into porn? Sign D from Tribeca. Uh, hey, hey! I hope you're listening to the show, D, since you're right here in New York. Mm -hmm. Not that we're not worldwide. Why the hell did I just localize us to New York City? <laughs> Way to go, Chuck. <laughs> Stupid. Really? You can listen to us anywhere on the globe. Uh, this is what the person wrote back, wrote back. Some women don't like porn and some love it. I'm big into it myself. Try sending her an email with a soft porn clip and say, I can't wait to do this to you tonight and see what she says. Well, you guys are bristling at that advice. Oh my God. So here's the deal. This person who is a woman answered D from Drybecca saying, try to introduce it slowly. Like, you know, some people can't get into bitches brew if they like jazz because it's too heavy. So they're just like, try a little Kenny G. <laughs> like, let's start off with something very light and palatable. Do you agree with that? I would just say like everything about that is wrong from the delivery method. Let's start with the delivery method. An email. Like she could be she could open that anywhere. She'd be with her girlfriends at work. It's very passive. Suddenly she's she's got a porn clip in her face, making her feel even more inadequate, even gotcha. more insecure. Okay. So the delivery method and the communication method is poor to begin with. Okay. And it isn't solving the problem here, which is if he, she's, if he wants to share an experience involving porn with her, what's going to have to happen? She's going to have to feel a lot more secure in that relationship, in her own body type. She's going to have to feel like it's her decision. Wow, you have never thought about this, have you? <laughs> oh, no, I am angry. God, you are really hey, like... I come right from the New York subway. I am in a bad mood anyway. I'm going to take this person down. You are laser focused here, Haley. So go ahead. Right, so don't don't like the email thing. I think it's... I mean, you know, it's, it's kind of a, an in-person conversation anyway. Okay. Okay, I think also she... She has, there's two things that need to be All right, solved, so let's, right? let's, let's role play, okay? So you're going to be the girl who doesn't like porn. I'm okay. going to be your oh, boyfriend. No. Okay. Okay, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> All right. So, Haley, you know, I kind of noticed that you really don't like porn, and I, you know, it, I really kind of dig it, is what I'm saying. So is there anything that, what... I'm really, I'm really embarrassed right now because we're having this conversation in person, and I wanted to send you an email. What can we do? <laughs> 
Okay, I'm not going to answer as her because I'm going to just point out there was some things going wrong there as well. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, your delivery, darling. What's that? Never. No, I don't. You know my, let me tell you something. My delivery works no matter what I'm talking right. about. Because <laughs> you should deliver it like you're delivering now. Let, this is good delivery. My delivery works no matter what. Yeah, because that was role playing. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw oh, the you character. Were, wasn't you. Okay, okay because yeah, that was I, a character. I said, okay, okay, with the character, why I would say the character wasn't quite right yeah, is the character, first of all, you, you, if you ask a question, you right. often get a yes or a no response. And if someone's primed okay. to say no, she's just going to go to no. Um, the other thing that you did there is you said you're ashamed, you're embarrassed. So we're already creating this culture of like, oh, shame, talk, shame right. and embarrassment. And that's not really like the sexy, flirty mood we want to get into if she's going to sexually experiment. Mm-hmm. So here's what I would do. I'd be talking to her. First of all, she needs to feel fucking gorgeous. She needs to feel sexy. If she's not feeling that in the relationship, she's not going to feel secure enough to do anything that's more experimental. So if primary focus should be making her feel absolutely good and like a goddess, after that, you can say, you know what, hey, you know, I think you're empower her. Say, you know, what would you like to do? You know, because I think, you know, it'd be great to have something in, that you want to experience and you want to experiment with. Tell me, talk to me. Okay. Allow her to talk about her experiences and also share for yourself. Say, so, you know, sometimes for me, just seeing something different um, going on there in the so in, a, in our environment, it makes you even more sexy and it makes me get into the mood more. But, you know, I want to hear what it is for you. What would make it be- What would make it a better experience for you? I'm not and- a guy. And hey, I mean someone yeah, different than you. Yeah, that's what you're exactly. You're a woman. You're even more sexual than I am. Talk to me. Tell oh. me what you want. I know I can't be doing it for you on all levels. Tell me how I give you that 360 degree experience. Oh. In fact, yeah. let's start. Lie down. <coughs> all right. Okay. Well, okay. We got Ooh. right to it. Right to it. Let's, <laughs> let's start. Lie down. Mm. Um, that's cool. That's cool. For I, I, I like what you said there. I, I would be a little askew on a couple of things, but uh, I would also think it's, it has to be. You know, there's there's loads of different kinds of porn, right? There's got to be a porn that she might be interested in, mm-hmm. or even if it's an erotic movie I or something movie. that's on the Emmanuel. Remember that? Yeah, Emmanuel. Yeah. Mm, a lot mm. of storyline there. Woo! And women <laughs> like a storyline, right? Yes, they yeah, do. We do like a storyline. See, what I say is start her off with fisting videos and uh, <laughs> and, and, and work your way newspaper. work your way backwards <laughs> because by the time you get to it's Emmanuel. Like a, She'll be like, this is nothing. <laughs> Implosion I, therapy. Right, exactly. <laughs> this is, I can so take this because I'm not, yeah. Okay. All right. That was actually very good advice, what you gave. I, I, I'm i I'm on top of everything that you said. I, I pretty much agree with. And I even know what you meant when you said, make a woman feel beautiful. I, I believe that you can't do that. Uh, that that is something that is internalized and resonant within her, mm-hmm. which is why I have only dated women who already know that about themselves. Because first of all, it just makes me feel even better. Because like you already know how fly and fine you are, and you picked me. See, <laughs> oh. so that so I, I love so that you're I, that. So I must be even. I must be better than I thought. <laughs> because you, girl, you got it going on like nobody could believe, and you decided that you wanted to share your queendom with me. Shoot, I couldn't feel any better. I love that. See, so you know, but other than that, uh, I know exactly what you meant by that, which is reinforce the fact that the woman is beautiful. Let her know that she is so gorgeous to you, and uh, you know, and everybody needs that. Everybody needs that. Very cool. I like it. We're gonna get along fine. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's move on. Let's move on, Uh, dear ladies. I hooked up with my ex, and we had the most amazing, beautiful sex. I said that it was only gonna happen once, Mm. but I have called him three times since and each time we've had the same results I feel like something has changed for the better and we might be able to make a go of it again should I let him know my true feelings and the person writes back 
Are you sure that this is not just lust run amok? Try hanging out with him without physical contact and see how that goes. I like it. I'm going to tell you something. Seth? Yes? This is the first time I've actually read the advice, and Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's pretty damn good advice. Uh Because basically what you did was you made your ex a booty call, and the booty call is good. And so now you had three good booty calls in a row. Messes with your mind. And you're starting to mess with your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're like, hmm. this is awesome. Right. Maybe we. Maybe this is more than I the know. booty call. I think, well, that's three. You've had three good booty calls. Surely that means like the whole relationship, which broke down for a considerable reason, is going to be fine, right? right yeah. Right. No. Sounds like strong Memories. evidence to me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. As long as there's enough Viagra, I'm sure they can make it work. <laughs> so first of all, on a general level, do you think it's good to ever go back to an ex? Personally, I'm gonna. I would advise no because I think most relationships end for a reason. I think unless the two people have gone on an individual journey and have grown back together at some point in time, a lot of the time you're trying to revisit and rebuild something from the past that's that's broken. And I think in fact mm. it's better to acknowledge why it went wrong, mm. make a clean break, and go look elsewhere. Elliot was born for this. Yes, she was. Yes. I call that the high school quarterback <laughs> syndrome. Uh, a lot of people break up and they and they start to look at their relationship like high school quarterbacks right. start to look at their life. Everything is now defined by the fact that I threw the winning touchdown in the in state championship game. Dude, get over it. That was 30 years ago. You're fat, you're old, you're bald, you're yeah. living in a fucking trailer. Your life is a wreck, okay? Okay? Stop living on... And that's what people do with relationships. People live on stories, right. though, right? They they're not on, living on the actual relationship. They're living in a fantasy. They created it around their head that like takes them away from from the unbearable reality that they live in today. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was much more harsh than that <laughs> But you're right. You're right. So uh, as a general rule, Genevieve, how do you feel about going back to an ex? I've never gone back to an ex. I've made them all my good friends, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, you've what now? They're all good friends. Of, yeah. Oh, they're good friends. Right. I yeah, thought you okay. pawned them off to your good friends. <laughs> no, no, that's awkward. Like, uh, no, but when you share that amount of time with somebody, you become good friends as right. a result. So okay. it would be a shame to waste that relationship. So yeah. the thing is this. Exes are like milk. Once it's spoiled, you just don't drink it. Yeah. It's over. All right, cool. Love it. All There's right. There's a quote for you right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Sour. All right, here's one. Oh, this is a good one. And I want to hear what Genevieve has to say about this. Uh, do you date women as well, Haley? I do. Okay, yeah. so this is great for both of you because this is from a woman about a woman. Uh, dear ladies, my girlfriend is very flirty. She is often too friendly with other girls when we go out to bars. Once, she got a little wasted and I caught her tongue wrestling another girl on the dance floor. She says that I'm being a prude and I'm too controlling because she's just having a little harmless fun. I want to... I sometimes I just want to get out of the relationship because normally I'm the one who's being chased and I'm not used to this. I don't know what I should do. Sign Susan. And then the person writes back. If you're hurt, it's not harmless. It's time to figure out your worth. If she can't respect your wishes, then it's time to go. Okay. So. All right. Okay, I think, yeah, number one here. Go what, ahead. Are, what are the rules of the relationship? Is it cheating or not to kiss another girl? Wait a minute. Cheating what? Is it cheating? Is it cheating to kiss another girl? Mm-hmm. Is it? Well, in their relationship, it sounds like it is cheating. So Well, it sounds like it's cheating to one mm-hmm. and, and not to the not other. To the other. <laughs> See? Because her thing is like, yo, I'm just messing around. So I made out with a girl. And listen, I've seen girls do that who are have a boyfriend or are married and they have a little too much to drink and they kiss their girlfriend and you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, we know. Yeah, we, yeah. 
<laughs> so you know um it's funny that and i, I hate to generalize because uh it, but it seems as though that women have an easier time with sexual fluidity than men right. true. okay true. so it means that hey maybe i'm just messing around with you and we're having a little fun and i'm kissing you and you're my girlfriend but i'm not going to go down and we're not going to have a full-blown uh dining at the y experience right. and you know we're not doing that but you know and it sounds like one is in that space and the other is just like yo you put your lips on somebody else then you're cheating on me so how do you handle that i would say the most important point here is that the woman hasn't listened to her partner's i think like pretty reasonable just assertion of her boundaries right she said that's not cool and to deal with someone saying that's not cool with a kind of a flippant oh hey but i'm just having fun it's like that's somebody who's not listening to the other person right and the fundamental thing about a relationship is you've got to have communication you've got to know what your boundaries are and you've got to operate on the same page it's not that like being really fluid and kissing lots of people is bad or being with one person is good but you have to be on the same page as your partner right and you should select and choose people to partner up with who have similar outlooks on this kind of thing okay. so to me this is a, a a major crack in the relationship the fact that they can't have that dialogue and that one person is dismissing the other person's concerns so I think they need to have a straight up conversation work out what the rules are if the rules are not compatible with one another mm -hmm. then I think it's time to look at a different relationship and, and it sounds to me like uh uh, one of them is new to this because I've seen that happen where girls are kind of and I won't say closeted but I will just mm -hmm. say like they've never freely expressed the fact that they like girls right and then all of a sudden they're like you know what this is who I am and I'm out and then they're just like I'm kissing every bitch in the club yeah and they're and the person they're with is like yo man calm down right but they're like a kid in the candy store because mm -hmm. they're like yo I found this newfound freedom and that girl's hot and that girl's hot and that girl's hot so I mean am I yeah, wrong I, about that yeah, I think everybody goes through those phases in their life right they're okay. like the kid in the candy store you're like oh my god I can have sex with all these people and then at the end See, you I've go never had that experience actually, well, <laughs> and at the end you go actually you know most people go actually I want someone who I you know, trust respect is on the same page as me okay. and then you work out what your particular boundaries and parameters in your relationship are and if someone is in a kid in a candy store stage I say just let them run let them be the kid in the candy store but I would put, if you're not in that same phase back away and don't be involved mm, so we got one who owns a candy store the other is a diabetic. She's shutting up. No, she's yeah. shutting up shop. She's recognised what candy, the one candy she wants to stock, and she's going with that, and yeah, that's fine and that too. That candy girl needs to come to Skirt Club and get out of her system. Right. <laughs> so now tell me about Skirt Club. Uh, <laughs> when when girls go to Skirt Club and they play with other girls, uh, is this encouraged on premises, or is it just kind of like um, a meet a meetup, a meet and greet type deal? We've got two types of events, and one is just a cocktail soiree, and the other is a full on play party. So you choose on attending which kind of party you want to go to. Whoa, okay. And how deeply uh, involved does the play become? I mean, uh, mm -hmm. are, are, are we looking at uh, light petting and uh, uh, some harmless flirtation? Or are we looking at, uh, you know, the the sounds of um, straight <laughs> up uh, primal... Mm, cats meowing the whole lot. Yeah, you can go okay. from kissing and cuddling to full-on naked, deep, heavy petting. Oh, wow. And all in the safety of uh, an Private environment home. that of, of, uh, mm -hmm. oh okay so mm -hmm. you you provide the place mm -hmm. for this to happen mm -hmm. okay all right 
Listen, that sounds cool. Uh, you know, <laughs> no uh, strings attached. Hey, listen, yeah. I, I like the way it sounds. I, you know, I know that I am never invited. So, <laughs> but you can I, imagine. Yeah. No, no. Anybody that works there, like, can cook or something or clean up. Oh, we had many. Trying to get a job. Seth is trying to get a job. I want to help. And I'm, uh, I'm a caring person. Oh, uh, that's very cool. Okay. All right. Let's. Uh, you know what? We're out of time, right, man? Yeah, we got another show coming in. Okay, let's do they're one. Ru- they're running a little late, though. They're running a little late. Hey. All right. So, all right, guys, we got time for one more, and let's do it. Dear ladies, my partner wants to know how many men I've slept with. Do I give an honest answer? Signed, Anonymous NYC. Uh, the person wrote back, you don't give an answer at all. It's really none of their business, and vice versa. It's like you asking how many lap dances he's gotten in his life. You know you've each slept with a lot of people in the past, or some people in the past, or no people in the past. It's nobody's business but your own. It's part of being an adult, and it has nothing to do with your regular relationship. Okay, um, but now let's get to reality. <laughs> let's get to reality. Lie. <laughs> <laughs> because the truth is, when you say it's none of your business, it's it, it creates... That's like quite a confrontational response, right? That's isn't that's it? a big that's a big response to give somebody. Hey, so I was just wondering, like your sexual past. I'm kind of curious about it. None you of your know? business. None of your business. Now, 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 that person is thinking the absolute worst. Mm. They're combing the web to look for your pornos. You know <laughs> what I mean? They're like, you know, how long were you a hooker? Like they're going crazy. Mm. So how do you handle something like that on a realistic basis? Because that is a question that does not get asked or shouldn't until you're really thinking about long term see nobody cares how many people you slept with if 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 we're gonna bang out for the night right i mean you know right do i really care do i really care if i'm just another notch in your belt here's when it makes a difference like when we're looking at intimacy because Mm -hmm. now i'm trying to figure out are you capable of really being intimate? Are you capable of being in a long-term relationship? Who are you? What kind of relationship am I really getting? So how do you handle that? Let's okay, be honest. Okay, but let's be honest here as well, that just because you've had, no matter how many sexual partners you've had, whether it's zero or a thousand, that doesn't, I wouldn't say that that should be a, like a, the massive guide of whether somebody's ready for intimacy or not. You know, people can go through no, periods of like sexual exploration and then they can actually get it out of their system and recognize they want to be with a person. Of course, and there are a lot of people who've never had sex and the reason why they've never had sex is because they can't deal with intimacy, mm-hmm. period. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're right. Um, and I also think that you're right that the tick for tack, you know, discussion around it never ends well, right? Because no. it's, it's sourced by someone in that dynamic is feeling insecure. They actually want to be reassured. And what is the good response to that, you know? Yeah. And also, the number is arbitrary, right? Because yes. it's all in someone's personal scale, how they interpret it. Right. So I would be addressing those underlying issues first in the conversation in a nice way. Because, again, we don't want to... If this relationship is someone's already insecure, we want to make them feel better. So I'd say, hey, look, first of all, I have to say, you know... I'm committed to you. I'm into you. You know, I like you. Right. This is why I'm here. You know, I don't feel super comfortable answering that with a number because I just think, I don't know if that's going to do us any good. If you want to know, I'll tell you everything. But, you know, for me right now, right. I think the most important thing you know is that I'm committed to you and I like you. Right. And, that, you know, this is what's important today and the future. So that number is over 500. A <laughs> little lower. <laughs> if you want to save time, you just say seven. Seven's like seven, a really solid a lucky number. number. Yeah. 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 You know, and seven the, works. I got to tell you something. Most guys don't want to know, most women don't want to know the actual answer. No, no. You know what I mean? No, well, you but don't. want to test you to see how you right. respond to and it. So, right. That's right. What, yeah. right. Yeah. So my, my response is, you know, uh, 250. 
And then they look at you like, what? And like, see, now see, I said 250. What's going through your mind right now? Now suppose I said five. Now suppose I said 50. Like, what's the number? Where, what do you get out of a number? What do <laughs> you get out of I a get number? Nothing out of a right. number, so right? That, it's a number. Right, it's a number. So what I'm going to tell you is this. Uh, it's six and a half. One was a dwarf. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Hey, little people count as full people. Yes, they do. And well, it depends how far you put it. In. I know. I'm going to get so many letters right now. It's yeah. from dwarf people who Way hate me. Way to go. They're going to unsubscribe now. And that's fine. Go ahead and hate me. I don't care. It's a joke. You know what I mean? We need the so, downloads, Chuck. Right. Okay. But okay. So um, actually, it was eight and a half. One of them was black. <laughs> oh, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Very uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, no, that was great. Ladies, we are out of time. That was fine. I, I really enjoyed that. This was great. Yeah, it was fun. Come again. Yeah, I hope yeah. you guys come back. I mean, you're, but you're, you're actually living in the UK, right? Right, but I, you know, uh, she's kind of floating right I, now. She's yeah. doing a tri-state existence. Yeah, I'm trying to. Yes. Oh, really? Yes. Okay, back I'm being and very forth? non-committal to continents at the moment. So, okay, yeah. good. We like that. We like that. Yeah. We like you hopping all over each continent. Yeah, you know? it, it makes for good experience. That's why Haley has all these pearls of wisdom. To yeah, share. she has a podcast actually. She should tell you. <laughs> and what's the podcast? Tell me. <laughs> Let's send to it. Let's yeah, some absolutely. To so it. I have got two actually. One for one that's more for guys, one more for girls. But I don't mind listening to both. They're on iTunes. One is called Attraction HQ, and the other one is called Love HQ. So Love HQ is let me guess for the women. Yes. And Attraction HQ, let me guess for the guys. Yes. Okay. And I will be renaming them shortly because I agree that it's rubbish. But I actually think that both of them are quite good to listen it's, to. It's for really both. not rubbish because the the fact is that men are looking for love just as much as women, they but are. they they deny it. <laughs> they deny. <laughs> Honest you ask yes. a guy, are you looking for love? No, nah, man, I'm just trying to get mine right now. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? <laughs> this penis is homeless and it needs a home. Oh. That's all. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, you know, but the truth of the matter is every man is looking for love the same way mm-hmm. a woman is. If you really break it down, you know, it's not a big deal. So, you know, it makes sense that you have them like that. And uh, Genevieve, once again, it is www.skirtclub.co.uk. We say .co.uk. 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 UK. That's right. And you can apply to be a member of Skirt Club on our website. Oh, it's All our parties are members only. We do have a vetting process. Okay, there is a vetting process. Mm-hmm. Unlike our American political system. <laughs> oh, whoa, what happened there? Alright, well listen ladies, thank you so much. I hope that you will both return and uh, that we'll be able to get a full-blown show in. But this was so much fun to have the two of you oh, here. And I mean that. Us. Producer Seth, as usual, thank you my friend. Love you, Chuck. And I uh, love you too, man. It was oh. very sweet of you. And uh, let me tell you, uh, find us on play.it. Also, uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. Make sure you download and make sure that after you subscribe, you give us a very high rating because that helps with the promotion of this show. And we certainly appreciate you for that. And until next time, uh, I am Chuck Nice. You can find me at Chuck Nice on Twitter. And I'm here to tell you that uh, if you got a problem, we have the answer, whether it works or not. (laughs) 